This is Let's Talk Business with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Dr. Megan Morrison, the owner of Market Ridge Dental, where she practices family and cosmetic dentistry. Dr. Megan, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. It's been a while. So you were here when we were on the radio. That's right. Do you remember what month that was? Was that last year? Yeah, it had been last year. I don't remember what month, but yeah, probably maybe close to a year ago. Wow. Time flies. I know it. I'm your host, Mark Ebinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in giving small businesses a competitive edge by hiring low-cost virtual administrative specialists from outside the U.S. This is how I have built my entire company. It works extremely well. And I had a meeting this morning with my team, and every Monday I'll get on the, the big calls, right, and, uh, you know, catching up on things and what's going on. I just, it's, you're a boss. I mean, you know what it's yeah. like, right, to run yeah. a team. And yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. It is. How it many is. people on your team? There's five of us, including me. So I have myself. My mom runs my office. She does all the administrative, all the insurance. She she runs the show. Um, I have one hygienist and two assistants. Okay. It's yeah. like, uh, she, who's the mother hen of the office? Is that your mom or is that you? Oh, man. It's probably her. It's yeah. probably her. <laughs> so Almira does that for me. She's just kind of the one that yeah. keeps everybody corralled That's right. and, That's and all right. this stuff. Yeah, she's great. A quick reminder for our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you're a business owner in the San Antonio area and would like to have your company featured on the show, visit our website at satalkradio.com or call our office at 210-879-8804. That's 210-879-8804, and uh, we will get you hooked up. So, Dr. Megan, I, of course, I do my research when people are coming on the show. You guys are over 2,100 followers now on Instagram. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's not easy. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> people a lot think, of work. <laughs> uh, people who have 190,000 followers, I'm like, how did you? I guess yeah. there's a synergistic point where it just goes. Right. But it's not there. I'm about 780 or something, something like that okay. uh, on my Instagram followers awesome. now. But it, it's a push, and yeah. I put out a ton of content. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work, actively engaging in the community and making sure that you're interacting with your followers. And it's, it takes a lot of Tagging time. And, right. And all of that. Yeah. And, and you guys, and I did check because you know it's of interest to me, and you guys are tagging, and yeah. you've got great content. People Thank get a you. good feel for you as a person yeah. uh, a little bit there, too. Plus the professionalism and the services, so yeah. it's a great mix Thank of you. everything. Are you using guides yet on uh, Instagram? Guides. Guides. I'm not familiar with what that is. Tell me about so, that. Yeah, so guides are like it's like a mini blog. Okay. On it, and it's once you start it from a post, then it actually pops up on your home profile page. Okay. As it looks like a little folded book kind of a yeah. thing, and then it's like I have. I think six of them or something like that okay. now on there where you can, and then go learn. So you could cool. have like the, all about, you know, kind of a flow mini blog on um, Invisalign, for okay. example, because I know that's one of the things Very you guys cool. do there. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, and then you could have a call to action. Yeah. In there somewhere too. That's so awesome. I'll something to, to look at. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks for the heads up. I'll go check that out. And then uh, Google, you guys got uh, 267 was the count yeah. that I saw. Five star Google yeah. reviews. That can't be easy to get all five stars when you're in yeah. the triple digits like that. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're really proud of what we do and how we treat patients. And I think that's really reflected well in our reviews. And, and we're really proud of that. Now, from a business standpoint, do you guys have that as part of your process where you're asking for the Google reviews? Yeah, so it is automated into our software. We have um, it's an automated text that goes out. I think it's around seven o'clock at night um, every day, unless we we set it not to do that for a particular patient. But otherwise, it goes out to everybody, and it just asks them, "Hey, thanks for coming in. We hope you had a great visit. Please leave us a review." And so it just asks for it. 
Um, and most people are really happy to do that. And we found it really effective in terms of people finding us through the reviews. And, you know, we ask everybody who comes in, how did you find us? And uh, a lot of people say, you know, we found you through Google and your reviews. So it really does help a ton. So are you asking for other reviews besides Google? Is it, are you asking for Facebook or any of that too? Right now we've kind of just focused on Google. So we're only two years in the business. We really wanted to push Google hard. You know, that's, that's well, yeah. where most people find anything that they're looking for is Google. So we've, mm-hmm. we're pushing Google hard now. But, you know, once we hit a certain point, we may pivot and try to focus more on Facebook. Or really that's probably the two that we'll fo- focus on is probably Facebook and Google. That's a good choice. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, some of the services you guys provide, like general den- yeah. general dentistry, dental veneers. What's yeah. a veneer? So a veneer is similar to a crown. It's porcelain, but instead of going all the way around the tooth, it just is like a facing on the front of the tooth. Uh, so it requires a lot less tooth removal, and it's a lot more conservative. Um, but in terms of, like, comparing that to usually the alternative is going to be, like, um, a filling, basically, um, it wears a lot better. So it's not going to stain. It's not going to chip kind of like a composite filling would over time. It just lasts a lot longer. Uh, that was my next question is how long do you think? And, of course, it probably depends on where the tooth is, right? Because some teeth yeah. are used more than other teeth. But on average, how long do they last? Yeah, so a good average lifespan is going to be about 10 to 15 years. Okay. And I always tell my patients it doesn't have a shelf life. You know, it doesn't expire on a certain date. Um, that's just the average that most people are going to have until they get either a cavity around it or something breaks. So, but typically it's going to be more often or not that they get a cavity around it. Got it. So dentures, crowns, bridges, uh, sedation dentistry, what's sedation dentistry? Yeah. So sedation dentistry has a lot of different facets and a lot of different options. Um, and I always make sure that I talk with my patient to decide, you know, with them what the best option for them is. Um, we can do anything from, well, you know, well, I have a lot of options, but we have the TVs on the ceilings. So that that's a form, you know, of, of calming the nerves, right? It takes your mind off of the work. Um, but we have laughing gas. We can do pill sedation, where I prescribe a prescription that you take about an hour before, um, or I actually have a doctor that can come in in the office and place an IV and do IV sedation. So you take a nice nap, you wake up, and your work is done. So there's a lot of different options to help. I know dentistry is, is fearful for a lot of people. Well, tell me about the pill version of it. I'm curious here. So. Yeah. Uh, how would somebody know that it's okay for them to choose that option? And then how does that option actually work? Yeah, so that's something that I discuss per patient. So I kind of describe what each option feels like for them. And it's kind of a decision that we make together. Um, If you're a little bit nervous, you know, I describe my laughing gas as like you've had two or three margaritas. So it just takes a little bit of the edge off. You're not going to fall asleep. You're not going to say or do anything you don't want to say or do. It just takes a little bit of that edge off. Um, I have two options that I typically prescribe for pill sedation. Um, I do Xanax, which most people are pretty familiar with. Again, just kind of lowering that anxiety level. Um, Halcyon is a little on the higher end of what I prescribe for uh, pill sedation. So I describe to my patients, with Halcyon, you're going to come in, you'll feel a little bit sleepy, but you're going to tell me, I don't feel that, that different. I feel pretty normal. I'm awake, um, other than being a little bit sleepy. But after, afterwards, after the procedure, you're not going to remember pretty much anything. It's going to be pretty much blank and you're going to sleep the rest of the day. So it's, it's pretty, pretty good, uh, especially for those patients who are very feel fearful. That's a really great option. Yeah. Cool. So it's actually being completely knocked out. That's going to be the IV there. Right. That's going to be the IV. If okay. you want to be taking a nap and not be aware at all, that's going to be the IV. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's <laughs> nice to have options. It is. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, Invisalign, that's actually, uh, Brooke is doing that. Awesome. So that's another thing that you guys are doing there, yeah. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Deal, as long as the kids can kind of stay on the. That's right. 
And that's why I always talk with patients or parents too of the patients of teenagers. Like, you know your kid better than I do. So if, if they're going to wear it, then it's an awesome option. If they're if they're not as responsible of a teenager, then the braces might be a better option. But it's a fantastic treatment. And then also tooth extractions. Did I miss anything on your key services? Um, no, I think that really kind of is the main thing. We we do a little bit of everything. Um, I do the easier root canals. I'll do surgical extractions. We do a little bit of everything. Um, I believe in a team approach, you know, if it's something that I feel is more complex and better treated with a specialist, I refer out to the specialist. Um, if it's something that I know that I have the training for and I'm going to provide a really great quality service, then I'll do it in-house. Um, but I believe in providing the best quality care, whether that's me or the specialist, um, but just making sure that the patient gets the best care. Roger that. All right. So, uh, of course, when I was doing my research, I found a, a review that you guys recently had. So a patient named Andrew mentions the outstanding services family received, highlighting the clinic's ability to make his children feel at ease and the uh, provision of entertainment like Netflix yeah. during the appointment. Exactly. That really speaks to that, uh, you know, customer-centered right. approach right. to what you guys do over there. Yeah, that, that's exactly it for us. I think the big difference with us is how we make a conscious effort of trying to make the patients feel at ease and at home. Um, and that they're not judged. I know that's a really big fear of a lot of people coming into the dental offices that we're going to judge them. You know, maybe it's been a while or that they've neglected their their health in terms of their mouth. Um, but we make a really concerted effort to make sure that they know that we're not judging them and that we are here to help and um, make them feel like they're part of our family and that they know that we're happy that they're there because, you know, if they're not there, we don't have a job. So we're, we're very grateful for everybody that comes in and we want to make sure that they know that. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, there's the maybe the fear of, you know, the pain that might be associated right. with everything yeah. that's happened, but they're also like, I'm dirty or I'm yeah. bad or I'm right. poor or I'm whatever, right? right? Yeah. That that it's a that, lot that of shame. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of shame and guilt and a lot of really bad past dental experiences and it's a lot to overcome for them. And I always make sure that I, I tell them, I'm really proud of you for being here. You know, it's a really great first step. It's, it's a lot to overcome just to make the appointment and walk in the door. So it's, it's really important that I let them know that and that we make them feel feel good about that choice. And let them know that good things are coming. Right, right? yeah. I mean, and then it's not, it doesn't have to be bad and it's not going to be bad and it, it can be better. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So your office is running a pretty big giveaway right now in October, November. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Yeah. So we are doing a $500 HEB gift card giveaway. Um, so we have a really funny cutout of, it's actually of me, but it says, ask me of my, ask me about our giveaway. Um, so there's three ways to enter. You can schedule your new patient exam and cleaning and come in through the months of October or November. Um, if you refer somebody that comes in for their new patient appointment, that gets you entered as well. Um, or you can take a picture with a cutout and post it and tag us, and that is also another way to enter. Okay, so yeah. how many of those are you giving away? One? We're giving away one. one. And yeah. how, many, how many entries do you think you'll get? I don't know. I'm hoping for a lot. But <laughs> we just started it. I just posted about it Friday, so it's, it's brand new, but we're, we're excited. She set a goal like, all right, if we reach you know, a thousand entries and we'll add another card. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm open to that. Yeah. yeah. All the entries. Yeah. We'll add them. That's another reason to let everybody know, Hey, we just added another. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I like it. I'm, I'm open. And not only that, but it, it could motivate somebody to actually push towards yeah. refer, telling other people about it. Cause we're like, yeah. wait a minute, I don't want to tell anybody about it because I don't <laughs> want a competition. But Hey, that's true. We'll, we'll add more. I love it. So, um, I know you've been on, on the show before, but really what, inspired you to pursue dentistry where did that come from was that like a kid thing or did you see a, a television show you're like I want to do that what inspired you yeah we actually had I always want to do healthcare. my I have a lot of family members that are in healthcare. I just didn't know specifically what 
and then we had a healthcare fair in in high school, in my junior year of high school, and there was some people that were in the dental field there, and they had dental materials that we got to play with and touch, and um, that's what piqued my interest, and um, I, I ran with it. And for me, it's just really the perfect kind of mix of, of science and art. You know, I get to make little art projects in people's mouth every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really, it's fun for me, and it's fun to get to turn those experiences, like I mentioned, for people who've had d- bad dental experiences and turn those into positive experiences. Um, and yeah, I just really enjoy what I do. Cool. And what's the, you know, five years from now, what are you looking to actually, are you, you like what you have, you yeah. keep what you have, or are you looking to grow? Yeah, no, I really think filling out the space, you know, I built it big enough to where there is room for growth inside of the space that I have now. Um, but my goal and my vision and my dream is to have one office and run that office to its capacity and run it well and have it be successful. Um, but I'm not one to want multiple locations and I, I just want my small practice and, and my family and, and have that there and have that be successful. That's that's my dream. You're not looking to take over the dental no, world? No, no. Just, <laughs> just part, my right? own building. Just do my part. That's right. <laughs> Um, so when it comes to strategies, obviously you're a business owner, yeah, right? So you have to market. What are you doing in that space? Yeah. So we do a lot of different things. Um, our, we do a lot of ground leveling, ground level marketing efforts. So we'll do things like we'll make packages of of cookies or little goodies and we'll put stickers on it that says, enjoy this sweet treat from Dr. Megan Morris and I'll have our information on it and we'll go take those to small businesses around us. Uh, So we go talk to businesses in our community and have that face-to-face interaction. Um, My social media, so I'm, I'm, as much as I can, I try to post pretty actively on on our social media accounts, uh, which is, it's free marketing. And I think if you're not doing social media marketing, you really should. I know that's scary for a lot of people to put themselves out there in that regard, but you know, you can put as much or as little of yourself out there as you want to. Um, But it's a free magazine for your your company. So we, I try to stick up with that a lot. Um, I'm also working with Alpha Media, actually, um, and they're doing digital campaigns, so they're kind of um, targeting different areas or different people that we want to target for different ad campaigns and pushing, mobile pushing to the ads to their devices. So that's really the three main things that we're doing now. Slick. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Google, uh, you guys are doing pretty good there. Are you doing any optimization for Google, like yeah. uh, SEO type stuff through the website or whatever? Yeah, so my cousin actually does that for me. He does does SEO as a as a living, as a profession. And so he threw me a bone and he does that for me for free, but uh, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Free, free marketing is the best marketing. Um, but he, he does it really successfully and really well. And we've really noticed a big jump in, um, people just organically finding us through Google once he took that over. So very thankful for that. Cool. Yeah. All right. So running a dental practice, do you have a personal life or no? Is it pretty much (laughs) just work, work, work? No, I do have a personal life. I think it's, for me, that's super important, work-life balance. I, I am not the person that I'm working on in my business all the time. If I'm in my business, I'm working in and on my business. But if I'm home, I'm spending that time with my husband and our three dogs. And I know you mentioned earlier you love video games. We love video games. We play video games all the time. All right, so what are you playing? i got to ask. <laughs> We're playing Remnant 2 right now, computer Remnant game. Remnant 2. Is yeah. that a first-person shooter? Is it a MMO? What is it? Uh, Third-person shooter, but yeah. it's Third-person? Yeah, so okay. yeah, it's a shooter game. But I like those. Yeah, it is fun. So you're going through the different worlds and collecting the gear and, you know. But doing all the things. Doing all the things. But is it multiplayer? Like, can you play with people all over the place as well? Or is it pretty much, is it like a perpetual, let me ask that? Or is it like there's a beginning and an end? Is it open world? It's a little bit mixed. It's a little bit open world, so you can take your character and you could restart the game and you'd actually have a different 
set of, of bosses or different fights or different worlds that you'd get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but each run, you each time you play it is a little bit linear. Does that make sense? Yep. But each time you play it, it's a little bit different. Um, but we play online co-op, so we just play the two of us together. Cool. Is there different roles you guys have in the game? Or like, yeah, or like you can play different. Emma? Yeah. So yeah. what's your role? I'm the healer. Uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was wondering. The so he's the he's the assault. He's the tank. He's the DPS, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. And you're the healer and support, yeah. right? That's right. <laughs> well, it's so. What's the? Is it like swords and magic, or is it like weapons, uh, like uh, machine guns and stuff? Guns. Yeah. Oh, it's guns. To, yeah, it's guns and magic is really the two. Yeah. Oh, there's magic and guns. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, don't I always I, like magic. I'm sure I've run across that game. Anyway, just a little side deal there, yeah, but yeah. that's good to have a little bit of. How long have you guys been doing that together, playing games together? Um, really, the whole time we've been together. I grew. We both actually grew up playing video games with our dads, each of our dads. So oh, we've nice. always played video games, and it's something we individually enjoyed doing, and we enjoy doing it together. Um, we've decided playing together is really better for our marriage than playing against each other. <laughs> oh, there you go, supportive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but we have a really good time doing that. It, it's something fun, and it kind of takes your mind off of everything else, and kind of nonsensical, but we enjoy it. Are you competitive? I am competitive, yeah. <laughs> I am. Do you know about the person- personality color tests? Are you familiar with those? I've taken a bunch of them. I don't know that I've done the color one. It's like, uh, so like red, for example, is like, you know, very driven. You, you know, yeah. the disc test, right? Yeah. Okay, so, um, and I don't, I'm, st- I'm just learning the disc or whatever. But yeah. anyway, the personality colors are super important in a marriage. So I've been married 35 years now. Yeah. It's important to kind of know how to why uh, your spouse acts a certain right. way or yeah, employees the same sure. way right. we have all of our employees take the disc test yeah. and then also it's uh, we just talked about the personality color test this morning and for them to put it on their their profile yeah. so we can see it's just how do we communicate right exactly in, in a way you can you i'm going to be heard and you're going right. to be heard right, right. And, and be understood yeah it's mm-hmm. extremely important and i think we're working through that together with each other and I make sure we're working on that as a team at at work as well. And it's really important. I think often overlooked skill uh, for people to have. It's, it's really important. Yeah. And and so in your workplace, do you guys take the disc test? Does everybody, do you know their personalities, I guess would be the main point. Yeah. You know what? I think we took that probably about a year ago. We should probably do it again. If you take it again, it does. It does. And you know, it's funny. So my mom and I took the, I think it was, I don't know if it was the disc, but it was one of the personality tests. And I think it was when she and when I was in dental school, we both took it and we got the exact same thing. I think it was the executive, whatever that one was. Um, we retook it maybe a year ago and we both changed, but it was exactly the same again. Oh, <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, you guys are around each other way too much. I know. Much. We, I apparently we are. <laughs> apparently we are. We, we need some time <laughs> apart, I guess. No. All right. So when it comes to challenges in running your business, what's the what are some challenges you faced in that? Yeah. Well, so I'm a I'm a startup practice. I'm a startup business. So we started ground ground up. I built out a space that was four walls and concrete. Um, had to build out the patient base. So we're a brand new business, like any other business, starting two years in. So, um, you know, you your the money you collect grows, but so does your bills grow, and it kind of figuring out how to make that space between the two bigger, right, uh, to be more profitable. But really, that that's a challenge. I think staffing is a huge challenge for everybody right now, finding good staff. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have a really amazing team right now. Um, took us a little bit of time to get there, but the, they're amazing right now, and I, I couldn't be happier or speak more highly of them. Um, you know, I think 
just getting the name out there and, and marketing and advertising, you know, gone are the days where build it and they will come hang your shingle and, and you have patients lying out the door, you know, that's just not the world we live in. There's a dental office on every single corner, you throw a rock and you're going to hit one. And so just, you know, getting your name out there and, and articulating what it is that makes you different um, and being making a conscious effort to be different. So it's all, it's all challenging. Um, and really just maintaining your own inner peace too while you're doing all of that, right? I think that's a challenge as well and, and finding those boundaries and that home life balance, it's, it's all a challenge, but it's, it's a fun one too. There's gotta be lots of, uh, you know, like on the, the, there's the customer experience, then there's the office experience, right. and then there's the billing experience, right? Yeah. So <laughs> billing is its own, when it comes to healthcare, it's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. How much does healthcare and all of that red tape and nonsense how much does that affect your office yeah i mean dental is a very interesting beast because it's not i mean i'm sure everybody knows uh, medical insurance and dental insurance are totally separate things um the amount that dental insurance coverage like the annual maximums most people are about 1500 or 2000 dollars. that hasn't changed since about the 70s or the 80s so oh, wow. a very long time that that maximum hasn't gone up um, but obviously prices have gone up, so the amount that that's covering is very little. So it's a huge barrier for a lot of people in receiving care and getting care um, or even making the appointment because they're just assuming it's going to be too expensive. Um, so it's a really hard thing for a lot of people, and it's hard for us too. Um, you know, I, I'm in the camp too. I, I wish health, dentistry was a part of healthcare, and I, 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 I wish it was free for everybody. You know, I don't think it should be a commodity. Um, it's just a sad reality of the way things are. But, um, you know, we do try to offer financing options to help people afford their care and try to work with people to make sure that they can get it taken care of. It's just, it's, it is a struggle because, you know, we are a business and unfortunately that is the reality. I, I wish I could do it all for free, but I can't. And that's, it's tough. Yeah. So if I had to point to one thing where you guys really excel, like that, that unique selling proposition, right? It was like, why I come to you? Yeah. What would that be? Yeah, I, like I said earlier, I think it's the way that we make people feel. I think we make people feel good about dentistry. I think we make people feel like they're family. I think we make people feel um, just at home and welcome, you know. Um, I really try to, now my whole staff does, take the time to get to know people um, about your family and where you're from and what your interests are um, and also what's important to you in your dental health care. You know, I think that differs from person to person. You know, you may smile, you know, you may say that you want your a million dollar smile and you want it to be as beautiful as you can and the person next to you, they just want it to function well. Um, and so I think it's important that I listen and understand those things so that I can provide that care that is important to you and meaningful for you because I don't think that's the same person to person. Gotcha. Um, so when it comes to... Uh Preventive dentistry. Yeah. What are your thoughts there? Yeah. So I, I think it's super important. You know, I think people have a perception that when you come into my office, I want you to have all these cavities so that <laughs> I have all this work to do. That's just not the case. Um, I really would rather that you take care of your of your teeth at home and you're brushing and you're flossing and you're doing all the things. So you come in and you have nothing going on at all. That makes me happy. I, I would rather see that. Um, I, I'm cheering for you to have no cavities when you come in. Um, so really it, it's super important. There's a lot of options that people don't know about. Um, there's some really cool new products out there, uh, these days that I think a lot of people aren't aware of, uh, like SDF for one, it's silver diamine fluoride. Um, it's really awesome for little early cavities that haven't cavitated through the enamel, meaning there's not a hole in that outer layer of the tooth yet. Um, but it's showing signs of early decay. 
uh, we can put this little SDF or silver diamine fluoride onto that tooth and it actually stops or arrests that decay completely. So it's super cool. Um, but that does require that you're coming in frequently and getting things checked and not letting things get big because um, if that hole forms in the tooth, that's not an option anymore. Um, but there are a lot of options like that that we can do and help and help maintain the health of your teeth so that you have them into your 90s and your 100s. Heck yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think my uh, father-in-law and my mother-in-law both had, you know, I think it was either all of them or yeah. most of them. It's like I'd rather not have to yeah. do that if I didn't. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, we were talking earlier about energy drinks and, and kids and long-term effects, and, you know, that's what I see is people don't understand how much it affects their quality of life to not have functioning teeth um, or to have no teeth. You, you can't eat right. You can't speak right. Um, it even affects, you know, when you sleep and you're breathing and sleep apnea. It affects everything. Um, and, and just to watch denture patients and how tough that is to go through that transition, um, it's a prosthetic. It's like getting a hand cut off and having a prosthetic hand. It's having to learn how to do things again in a different way. It's, mm -hmm. it's never going to be the same. It's never going to be as good. Um, so just trying to convey that to people of take care of things and, and stay with it, you know, even if, if you don't love doing it. Um, but you're, you're going to see me one way or the other. We're either going to see me to take care of it and prevent things or you're going to see me when it's hurting and it's a problem. So mm -hmm. let's prevent things. So uh, are there any specific tools or technologies that your office has adopted recently? Yeah, so I, I, we have a lot of cool technology at my office. I love technology. I'm a big gamer. You know, it, it flows into the office as well. Um, but we do have a 3D. Um, we're actually getting a 3D printer so we can print crowns, or I'm sorry, a mill is more accurate. But I do have a 3D printer as well. Um, we're getting a mill so we can same day make crowns in our office. That's coming in probably a week or two. Um, I have a digital scanner, so we don't have to take the goopy impressions of your mouth. We have this wand. It's a camera. It takes digital pictures and stitches them together to make a 3D model of your teeth. Um, so I do that with virtually all of my impressions, except for removable a little bit. Um, but pretty much all of my impressions are taken digitally, and we can do everything in a digital workflow. So it, I know a lot of people, hey, I hate the goopy impression material. I don't like it any <laughs> more than anybody else does. It's gross. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of really cool technology. Any tech out there that you really want but just can't quite get yet? Oh, gosh. Um, probably a 3D x-ray machine. That's probably next on my list, but those are very expensive. How much are they? Um, upwards of 100 grand. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe one day. That's like a month spending on Amazon. <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> All right. Um, so have you ever heard the term dental tourism? I bet I could guess what that means, but no. <laughs> so it, it's where people are like, you know, they're going overseas. Oh, yeah, yeah. To get to go on vacation, but then to also get some dental work done yeah. because of the perceived, like, well, less cost, yeah. stuff like that. I'm always leery yeah. of doing something like that. It, yeah. and, and I love saving money like everybody yeah. else does. Right. But there's a couple things jump out to me really, really quick that yeah. could be problematic. But I'd like to hear your thoughts on, you know, you haven't done any research on this, I wouldn't think. But, I mean, just as a dentist, yeah. you know, if somebody's going to go to a foreign country, right, right. and they're going to get work done, um, what would you caution about that? Yeah, it's a really tough subject. Um, I think there's good and bad dentists in America, and there's good and bad dentists probably everywhere else, right? Um, I have definitely seen some very questionable dentistry coming back from other countries, um, but I've also seen dentistry that's not bad, too. So it's I'm not going to 
say a blanket statement that don't get dentistry done anywhere besides the United States or it's going to be awful. I don't think that's true. Um, But I do think it's important to do your research on anybody that you're going to um, and know what it is you're getting. Um, The the thing that scares me, I think, is some of those cases that I've seen, because I have seen some, you know, I'm on TikTok too. I've seen some of the the TikTok touristy dental whatever um, cases come back and they're doing some really aggressive dentistry. Um, I know you asked me about veneers earlier. And people have made comments like, oh, I got veneers, when in reality, they got full coverage crown props of their teeth. Oh, so um, they don't know exactly right. what they're getting. They're taking the word for it. Right. So they're getting much more aggressive dentistry um, done, and I don't think they're even aware that that's happening. And the thing that worries me about that is that when you're removing that much tooth structure, a lot of people, if they don't have their, you know, if they're cavity prone, if those teeth are getting cavities in the next five or 10 years, most likely they're going to end up losing those teeth in the next 20 to 30. Because every time they get a cavity, they're losing more tooth structure. And they remove so much to do each and every tooth as a crown prep. So it really worries me about them keeping their teeth in the long term, in the long haul. It's just very aggressive dentistry. So I think just doing your research on who you're seeing and the actual procedure that you're getting is super important. I think something that stood out for me was like the recovery process first, you know, it's like, there's going to be a recovery process after you get the work done, but then also follow up. So what if there's issues? Yeah. Well, are you going to fly back to Europe to get those done? I mean, that concerns me as well. And are you going to be able to find somebody here in the, in the States that's willing to address those issues on somebody else's work? Right. Are you going to have to pay to rehab all of it redone if there are issues? Because, um, yeah, I, I have definitely seen some work that is either overly aggressive or it's causing more problems than it's solving in the long term. Um, exactly. So it, it is kind of scary. So how you guys are involved in the community a bit, yeah. I would imagine. So how are you guys involved? What's going on? Yeah. So we, um, we have been since we opened. We actually donate for every new patient that we see to the Children's Bereavement Center, uh, which is an amazing organization that provides grief counseling for kids in the community who have lost loved ones or relatives or friends. Um, and they provide grief counseling in, in individual settings and group settings. And they're just an amazing organization uh, that provides that support to the community. So for every new patient that we see, we donate back to them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Um, so if you got an aspiring dentist out there that's looking to start their own practice, what yeah. would be the – give me two things you would recommend. So have a plan. I think that's really super important. Um do your research, make sure you know what it is that you're getting into. Um, I hired a consulting company to help me through because I was working a full-time job eight to five Monday through Friday while I was opening my business. So um, that was hugely successful and helpful for me. Uh, It was Ideal Practices was who I used, but um, that made a big difference for me and they were able to kind of guide me. Um, But that's not to say you can't do it yourself. Just make sure that you do the research and have a really thorough plan. Um, and, and even think about the things like what do you want to be known for and, and how do you want to be known in the community and represented and think about that reputation that you want to build and kind of work backwards from there um, and kind of make everything of your practice towards those goals. Um, I think the other thing is in any startup business, really just make sure that you have enough personal funds <laughs> reserved and set aside because uh, you really don't know and it's hard to predict you know, when you're going to be able to start paying yourself out of your business and, and just making sure that you have that personal reserve set aside to cover your own bills. Good advice. Yeah. Anything we missed that you want to get out there before we wrap up? Oh, gosh. Um, 
No, I feel like we've, we've hit a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, you tell me what, what's new with you. <laughs> <laughs> so virtual assistant staffing is yeah. something that I'm, I'm very, very involved in. I awesome. love it. Uh, my wife actually helps me with the business now. Yeah, she loves it too because it's a way to, you know, get expert help. But Super at cool. a you know a lower cost yeah. if the ro- work can be done remotely, right? That's awesome. And then it's this, but it's a lot of the same things. It's developing those relationships with yeah. those folks, but it's making time to do that as well. So sure. you know, it's not a like okay, I've got a VA and then that's it, right? Yeah. They're, they're off doing. It's like they gotta feel plugged in as well. So I'm learning all of that. But one of the so I've got my couple of telemarketers that work for me full time, cool. and they're looking to start. Uh, reaching out to chiropractic offices, cool. right? I had heard that's what it was. If I I was like, what was the one industry? Yeah. But anyways, it was chiropractic office. Anyway, the idea is that uh, as much that can be done sure. remotely is being done to cut the cost because it's not just the hourly rate, right? It's yeah. like, um, I don't know if I could ask you like an average hourly rate for staff in a dental office do you have an idea what that yeah would be? It, it really depends on the position so like front sure. office or assistant's going to be 20 to 25 my yeah. hygienist is more in the 40 range so it kind of just depends what staff member we're talking about yeah you definitely couldn't replace the dental hygienist let me do that right. remotely with the, <laughs> yeah, i don't even know certainly. how that would work right yeah <laughs> it's probably getting there though i think i have seen some remote <laughs> hey. surgery stuff being done but at any rate, um, but yeah, so even at that, even at twenty dollars an hour, right, for something that can be done or at least uh, augmented, yeah, you know, virtually Super at cool. say eight fifty an hour with no benefits, no none of that weird red tape and stuff like that, because it's really the taxes are completely different. You don't W two, you don't ten ninety nine. It's gotcha. just a completely different animal. Yeah, so it's. Super powerful. And the reason why I love it, yeah. and I didn't even start a business with that in mind. I was like, I fell into it. Cool. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome Yeah. to be able to leverage it out there. Yeah. So um, just give me an idea. In a dental office, what yeah. would be areas in there? This would be super helpful for me. Sure. What areas would be good fits for virtual assistant staffing? Yeah. So I would think anything to do with marketing that could be done remotely. So sure. a lot of marketing social efforts, social media, right, that could be done remotely. Um, I would think that calling on insurances, like verifying insurances or benefits, I'm sure could probably be done remotely. Um, or even probably billing and claims could probably be done remotely if, if you had the right training or the right person, I think could all be done remotely. Oh, those are great. Because are those full-time jobs or is it like one person do all of that? Or um, Right now in my office, my mom does most of the things that I just mentioned in terms okay. of insurance verification and billing and stuff. I'm more the social media person, so it, that it does interest me to potentially have somebody to kind of help take over or at least help with the social media aspect. That's that's very intriguing. Yeah, so if one person could <clears throat> do all of that, I don't know if that's too diverse for, for a person, but uh, because you get into graphic design plus titles, descriptions, yeah. tagging, all of those things, there is an art form to that, you know there what I mean? There is, for sure. All right, cool. So, all right, that's very, very helpful for me and for my awesome. audience as well. It's looking for it. All right, uh, as we wrap up the show, quick reminder to check out our latest podcast or uh, on our website. It's there if you guys are watching the video. Uh, have you met any of my co-hosts yet? Yeah, I did. I met your business. Remind me of her name. Heather. Heather. I met Heather at the, the last show that I did. Yeah, she's okay. awesome. Yeah, she's great. I liked her a lot. Howie's he's a lot of fun, too. I and then I've him. got a third one, Genevieve Sims. Do you know her? No. 
See, these are all master networkers. Awesome. So these are people that it's good to know them because yeah. they're good connectors. Very cool. Um, and we're going to be doing, I'm trying to put together a mixer. Cool. Uh, once a quarter where it's everybody who's been on the show, plus they can invite people or whatever. But yeah. it's something to invite people to. Yeah, I love that. Uh, our first one, I, we're going to try and shoot for January, and I'm thinking we can get at least 100 people there. Cool. You know, drinks and, you know, it's just a good connection, stuff yeah. like that. So we'll that make sure great. you get an invite Yeah, to I'd that. love to go. All right, so once again, as we wrap up the show, quick reminder, check out our latest podcast or catch video version of the show, which is the only way to do podcasting, um, by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us. Thanks for coming in on short notice, Dr. Megan. I appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. A lot of fun having you as always. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right, take care.